life that we live on the face of this earth there is no doubt that the life is filled with the challenges it's not at times easy to understand this life because of the struggles and challenges that we are expected to go through not only the life is too short and uncertain life is also very much affected by what we hear and what we see the current situation on the face of this earth certainly poses a greater challenge to the humankind of this generation and even the future generations you know it is always have been like this if not one thing there is some other thing that always stands as a threat for the humankind if not war it is communal communal violence if not natural disaster it may be terrorism <laughs> it, if not famine it may be plagues there has been you know a, a, a trend always set on the face of this earth that stands to be that seems to be appearing as a threat for mankind humankind at times we are directly affected by what i'm talking about this morning or at times we are affected because we happen to hear such things happening across the globe that really makes us to think that really makes us to worry and that get confused at times about the life that we live on the face of this earth mental health has been an issue all along and the current pandemic really aggravated the existing mental health challenges or the conditions of the people and it is just given a total new dimension to the whole realm of mental health we at times develop a feeling within that that everything is unusual everything is unnatural and everything that is happening is abnormal we wonder at times if this as this is happening only to me are these things happening only to my life am i the only one who is going through all these things in the lifetime but you know what when we talk to others we realize that most of them also are also going through what we are going through on the face of this earth families are already having their own health issues they are having already their own relationship struggles and you know overall with the conditions that has been existing in those families now on top of the existing conditions that we are going through already the threat of getting contracted with this virus is suddenly a strange and weird thing that is happening on the face of this earth at times we feel fearful at times we feel stressful we feel frustrated we feel at times even useless when such a mega force such as the force of the virus that is happening on the face of this earth we feel at times useless we feel at times tempted we feel at times rejected and lonely you know when all these thoughts were going through my mind and when i realized you know these things are happening you know among others i want to address these practical issues that the difficulties that we are going through during this time i know some of the families those who are here those who are there across the globe maybe in the asian country 
are in the European country, you know, you're all going through a difficult time than what we see here in Halifax. We thank God for that. But we cannot ignore the fact that people across our, our own brothers and sisters, our own families are going through difficulties. I, I know some of your families and your cousins and your friends and your parents, they're already hospitalized. So this morning as we address all these challenges, I want to start a new sermon series, naming that series as Strange and Weird Life Challenges. Strange and Weird life challenges we are living in a time of dealing with the strange and weird life challenges we will be addressing questions such as as we go to the next slide is it strange to have fear is it strange to feel useless is it strange to get frustrated is it strange to get tempted is it strange to get rejected is it strange to feel lonely if need be, we may be making some adjustments to these topics as we go further. So today we are going to address the question, is it strange to have fear? Can you say that with me? Is it strange to have fear? In other words, is it unusual or unnatural or abnormal to have fear? The answer is, there is nothing strange or there is nothing unusual or there is nothing abnormal to have fear in fact fear is one of the spontaneous reactions caused by our very own brain so there is nothing wrong in having fear let's try to define fear fear in the dictionary says fear is an unpleasant often a strong human response of knowing someone or something is dangerous or it's likely to cause pain or it's likely to cause threat you know that's the moment we feel so afraid we are fearful today there are many things that are causing fear among us fear of losing our health fear of losing job fear of you know, losing relationship the loss of money family and friends and parents fear of getting infected with the virus Fear of knowing that some of our family members are already contracted with this virus. Fear of the future. It's known as chronophobia. Lord, what am I going to do? How am my future is going to be? What am I going to do for my children? How am I going to lead my old age? The fear of aging. The fear of old age. It's called gyroscophobia. Geriascophobia, fear of developing a disease. At times we have that fear in our mind. Anytime anything can happen to me. Fear of developing a disease, nosophobia. Fear of one's own death or the process of dying. You know, especially during this time when we speak to some people, they are going through this fear, fear of death. Fear of going through the process of dying known as thanatophobia fear caused by nightmare and scary dreams you know Luigi was praying for good dreams thank God for good dreams but if I ask you to raise your hands how many of you had a nightmare yesterday I know more than 50% of the hand will go up fear of having nightmare and scary dreams onerophobia Arcaconerophobia. 
You know, humankind is going through all these challenges, especially more than ever. We can go on and on. And all that we said is common to man. All that we said is common to man. If the fear is strange, if the fear is unusual, if the fear is abnormal thing, Bible would not have addressed fear in that detail. The reason why Bible addressed fear in that detail because it is common. Because it is common to you. You know, sometimes we pretend as if we are not afraid at all. But deep inside of us, there is a great fear. There is a great fear. We stand to be so powerful. We stand to be so strong. But when the things come on in our lives, we realize you know, how fearful we are. Because it is not a strange thing to have fear. And you know, we don't need to be ashamed to know that we have fear inside of us. It is part of our lives. We all go through fear. We all have fear. God really knows it's a common issue of human as well as the animals. Getting afraid is not something strange or something abnormal. It is very common. But at the same time, God doesn't want us to continue to live in fear so this morning we are trying to answer the question is it strange to have fear what fear does we are going to talk about two important things number one fear kills everything can you say that with me fear little out loud please fear kills everything fear kills our mind fear kills our imagination fear kills our dream and fear kills our future on april 2nd 2010 in New York, New York, Staten Island, a woman by name Daniel Goldberg. She was riding in her building elevator to, the, to her sixth floor. It happened in 2010. Sixth floor apartment. Just before noon, when that area really lost power. Before he hit sixth floor in the elevator, the whole area lost power for more than half an hour. She was trapped inside the small cabin. She took her cell phone and she tried her best to call for help, but help did not arrive on time. After more than half an hour, the rescuers came and rescued and found her unconscious. And later, she died in the hospital. Fear kills. Fear kills. Students kill themselves. Because they are afraid that they may fail in their entrance exam. They take their lives because of fear. People getting COVID-like symptoms, waiting for the test results, and they are not sure how they are going to handle if they, if, if they get COVID, and they decide to end their lives because of fear. Fear kills, there is no doubt about it. Fear takes you into the valley of death fear takes our lives into the valley of death and it shows the ugly things the dry bones and the, the agony and the pain that one can go through in the valley and it shows fear shows that to us i believe that's what david said in psalm 23 4 yea though i walk through the valley of the death valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil 
I will fear no evil even though fear is not strange even though fear is common but this morning we are talking about how do we deal with fear in our lives this fear has the ability and power to kill our lives fear of tomorrow can kill your today fear wants you to leave your today in the fear of tomorrow Fear doesn't leave you. You think that things are good in your life, but you know, fear always tells you about the tomorrow, the troubles that are ahead of you, the challenges that are ahead of you. Fear of health condition. Fear of the upcoming medical treatment, medical procedures. Fear of waiting for the test results. That can easily kill your joy. That can easily kill your peace. That can take away the purpose of your living. When we live in fear, fear of the past can easily creep into the future and the fear of the past can easily destroy our future. The bad experiences of the past, the abuse, the medical procedures, the legal actions, the losses that we encountered in our lives, such a fearful thoughts come in our lives so alive and they stand in front of us and threaten our lives. And they will make us to think that they may recur. They may return. They may come back to you in your life. And if that happens, how are we going to handle the situation? Psalm 46 verses 1 to 3. The psalmist says, God is my refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. And you know what, what he says? I think this is Korah's psalms. One of the psalms written by Korah and his company. And this is what he says, therefore, can you read that with me? We will not fear even though the earth be removed. Even though whatever the maximum thing that can happen to me, whatever the, the fear is you know, threatening me with, even if that happens to me, we will not fear even though the earth be moved and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. He's talking about something that's not going to happen. He's talking about something that is impossible. Even if that happens, and he says, we will not fear. And verse 3, he says, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. Selah. It's not going to happen. And even if it happens, I'm not going to be afraid. Fear of people can kill our imagination and our dreams. I want you to listen to me this morning. We may please people because of fear. But by doing this, we may lose our imagination. We may lose the purpose. We may lose our dreams. You know, there are times God wants us to speak out. There are times that God wants us to take decisions as we move forward <laughs> how long we can be afraid of people how long we can be afraid that you know what people are going to think what somebody will do to me god wants you to take decisions and move forward there are times that you need to say no there are times we need to take a step of faith and start doing things in order to leave our dreams in order to leave our expectations Fear of people can kill our imagination and our dreams. At times we have a special type of fear called the fear of facing people. 
Fear of addressing an audience. And if God is planning to use you, that fear can kill God's plan for your life. You know, we may not do many things for God, God wants us to do, if you're really afraid of people, and this morning God is telling you that not to get afraid of people, that fear is going to kill you, that fear is going to kill the plan of God in your life. And you have been praying for God's plan to come true in your life, but you are so afraid of people. David says in Psalm 23, Though an army may encamp against me. He's not talking about one person. And this morning you are afraid of that one person who is doing things against you. And if you are afraid of that one person who is a threat in your life, whereas the man of God is saying, Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not, my heart shall not, my heart shall not, though war may rise against me, in this I will be, I will be confident. Fear of people and fear of facing people may kill the plan that God has for our lives. There is a fear among God's children regarding persecution. We don't want to ignore that. We don't want to neglect that. There is a fear among God's people regarding persecution. When we hear about persecution, it's not strange. It's very normal. We will think that if that happens to me, if that happens to my church, what will happen? Knowing this, I believe, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, Jesus said, and do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. We may not know this meaning, but people who are going through persecution, they hold on to this promise of Jesus. They hold on to this word that God spoke and they say, we do not fear to those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. But rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. I know Ryan's dad is working in the northern parts of India and it's very dangerous places for him to travel and who is protecting him God alone can do it and if probably he is afraid of doing it God's plan would not have come true in this life the purpose of God comes in the life of people of God when we come out of this fear even though Fear in itself is not strange and weird. If we allow fear in our lives, it looks like it is going to kill us. So fear needs to be dealt with. We need to seek God because God is the only deliverer. God is the only one who can bring us out of this fear. You know, this morning I'm talking about the fear that we are going through in our lives. I may not, might not have been addressed all the types of fear, but you and I are going through a tremendous amount of fear in our lives. David says in Psalm 34, verses 4 through 5, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Can you read that with me? I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Can you share this with, with me this morning? I sought the Lord. Can you just lift up our hands and declare this promise? I sought the Lord. And he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Amen. Our God is a God. He is the only one who can deliver us from the fear that we are gripped with.
We saw fear kill. Secondly, finally, fear is devil's scheme. Fear is devil's scheme. Fear is one of the fallen nature of human being. Today we are going through fear because of sin, because of the fall that we encountered in the Garden of Eden. Even though fear in itself is not strange and weird, devil uses fear as a tool to take control over your life and my life. Listen to me. Fear is a very powerful weapon devil uses against God's people. Fear is a very powerful weapon that devil uses. Devil knows God cannot trust on cowards. Have you come across cowards? God cannot trust on cowards. The fearful, those who are getting afraid for anything, devil knows very well that he cannot use such people. Devil knows very well that he cannot use those who are fearful. Devil knows that many people are so gifted, so talented, but because of their fear, because of the fear of trying, because of the fear of failing at times, they are unable to do anything for God. You know, this morning I believe God is not speaking to somebody else who is in the air, but God is speaking to whom? Hello? God is speaking to whom? Us? Can I hear a better answer? God is speaking to whom? You? Me, right? God is speaking to me. And what God is saying? God is telling us, if you are fearful, devil knows that. Who knows? Whether we know it or not, devil knows that God cannot do anything with people who are fearful. God wants us to have a walk of faith. But devil wants us to have walk of fear. Fear cancels faith. You may have so much of faith in God to move the mountain, to perform miracles. But if you are not found there, God cannot use us. God cannot do anything with us. So fear can cancel faith. So God wants us to walk in this faith, in this life with faith. But devil will not allow. He, will, he wants us to walk with fear always. You know, I have come across families. They begin their life and they end their life in fear. All along they are afraid of people. More than they are afraid of God, they are afraid of people. And God wants us to come out of those things. Devil can use such an possibility as a tool to take control over our lives. Knowing this, God said in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10, shall we read that together? Fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The promises of God. They are so alive. God wants us to grab these promises and pray against those fear that is tormenting your life. Pray against that fear that is torturing your life. Secondly, fear is devil's scheme. Those who are courageous are the threat to enemies' kingdom. Not everybody. Those who are courageous. Can I see some courageous people here? Can I see your hands? Yes? Yes? Somebody showing this way. I want to see this way. Your hand, if you are really courageous, you are not courageous. No, a little bit. 
<laughs> this much. Okay. Yes, mommy, are you courageous? Yes? Can I see your hands? Yes. <laughs> you know, God wants us to be courageous. When we are courageous, who's getting afraid? Not your husband, okay? Who gets afraid? Enemy. When you are courageous, don't, don't ever threaten your husband. He's a poor fellow planning to live and trying to live with you. Who is under threat? Devil is under threat. A story goes like this. A hunter, he shot two ducks. And one duck fell on that spot and died. And one duck was trying to run and you know, for survival of its life. And what the hunter will do? He will take, will he take the dead duck and spend time with it? No, he will just go away and the duck it is trying to survive you will catch that duck first duck first why it's in the same way if you're really afraid devil is not really caring about you because whatever you do is not going to affect and he knows exactly when to threaten you and he knows exactly when to put you down he knows exactly when you will be terrified by looking at the situation by looking at the people by looking at the face of people and you will be terrified he knows that very well so devil is always against or devil is always behind people though are those who are courageous people those who are running for God people those who are trying to do great exploits in the kingdom of God and devil tries to attack them at the same time those who are courageous they are going to wait on the Lord and they are going to renew their strength and they are going to come and fight with the devil to overcome his plans and his schemes of destroying your life second Timothy Paul is writing to Timothy and saying in second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 for God has not given us the spirit of fear at times it is too shame to say that we are anointed with the Holy Ghost and continue to live in fear you know this morning I pray that God may bring your fear into surface God may bring those fears to come into surface so you may be able to look at those ugly fears that you are dealing with in your life every day in and day out. And I pray that God may give you strength this morning. Before we leave from this place, we are going to pray. God may destroy the yoke of fear over your life because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. God wants us to come out of the spirit of fear. Thirdly, Fear is devil's scheme. Devil knows people who are fearful cannot make it to heaven. It's a news for you this morning. People who are fearful cannot go to heaven. Fear is a very clear sign of disbelieving God. If we are afraid, even though it is natural sense, it is a natural reaction but if we are afraid, Bible says, fear is a sign of disbelieving God. Those who are afraid of anything, lack their trust, lack their trust on God. Even though there is nothing strange, even though there is nothing unusual or weird about fear, if we allow fear to continue in our lives, we lose trust in, in Lord God. Devil knows this very clearly. 
Devil knows such people cannot go to heaven. Let's read scripture. Revelation 21, verses 7 and 8. John is writing here, He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. And the Holy Spirit goes on and saying in verse 8, But the cowardly, faint-hearted, fearful, those who are afraid, those who cannot stand against the challenges, the cowardly, number one, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. If you just keep looking at this list, those who are afraid of anything, those who are cowards, those who are faint-hearted or fearful, they are counted as sexually moral. They are considered as idolaters. God hates such people. How much important that you and I cannot afford to live in fear today. And God wants us to come out of the fear that we are living in today. This morning we are just going to get into a time of prayer. Just want to quickly summarize. Even though fear is not strange. Even though fear is not unusual. God doesn't want us to live in fear. God doesn't want our imaginations, our dreams and purposes to get killed. Because we are containing fear inside of us. God doesn't want us to fall in the trap of the fear that is set by the devil. God doesn't want us to be faint-hearted. God doesn't want us to be cowards and fearful and losing heaven. This morning God is speaking to us. God is saying, you know, this is what God is saying this morning to you. It's a beautiful scripture. God is saying, I created you. I found you. I redeemed you. I called you by name and you are mine. And all, this, all that I said is in one scripture. Isaiah 43, verse 1. God says, but now thus says the Lord who created you. And he's the God who created us. Oh, Jacob, and he who formed you, he who fashioned you, oh, Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you from the clutches of the enemy, from the bondages of sin, from the bondages of fear, I have redeemed you and I have called you by my name and you are mine. You know, this morning God doesn't want us to give our lives to fear and God wants us to come out of us, come out of the fear this morning. Shall we all just arise this morning as we get into a time of prayer?